Hello, welcome to the video show. It's a slightly different look to what you're used to because usually I'm sat over there on that camera there. Um, but I'm joined by a guest in the studio for like the second time ever. Um, my good friend, best friend, would you say that? Not quite. Maybe over-egging it. Yeah. Let's just go with friend. Good friend. <laughs> best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Budd. Hello. Um, who has got uh, just gone to become a freelancer uh-huh. in social media. So I wanted to talk to you about that today. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to talk about Instagram Reels and TikTok and stuff like that. All that fun stuff. How is freelancing going? Um, it's going good. It's not easy, which I didn't expect it to be easy. Um, but it's fun. It's good to have that creative freedom. Um, it's good to sort of be working on your own terms um, and doing exactly what you want to do. Um, so yeah. What made you want to become a freelancer rather than sort of go back to employment um I think for me and I talk about this quite a bit um on my Instagram and stuff is I suffer really badly with um anxiety and depression and OCD um so don't get me wrong like I've had some great jobs over the last few years um and I've always been in standards normal employment since I left uni um but I just got to a point I think where I wanted to be more free with my time and free with what I actually want to work on. So having clients um, with in, in, within the industries I actually care about um, and, yeah, producing content and work for them. Yeah. I've noticed already, like, you've only been doing it a few weeks, but, like, the, the stuff that you're doing, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right up your alley. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what other stuff you, you w- end up working with. Yeah. I kind of think, I've got a, f- a feeling you'd be working with similar businesses. Yeah. Um, so, like... Um, because you're, you're very passionate about it. I think that's really good. Yeah, so, yeah, my first client that I've got is um, Local Zero, which is a local um, refill shop. Is that, is that just local to Andover? It is at the moment, yep. So they deliver, they're based in Stockbridge, mm. um, and then they deliver, um, I think it's within 20 miles, um, and then their shop is based in Way Hill. Yeah. Um, so at the moment, yeah, it's just, it's local. I think I know where that is. So the fairground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it used to be another refill shop, and it's been taken okay, over. Yeah, nice. But, um, so yeah, obviously, like, we talked about this quite a few times, uh, like environment and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoy creating the content because I'm passionate about it's it. It's kind of like, it's a frustrating thing, isn't it? When you, like, I've got another podcast where I talk about this. Um, but it's frustrating. You go to the supermarket and um, you buy loads of stuff and it's all covered in plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, what, what do I do with all this plastic? Like, mm. immediately after you take it home, it's like, it goes straight in the bin. Yeah. So, it's so frustrating. I was uh, having a conversation actually with, um, so we had a launch event for the shop last weekend and I was there doing all the Instagram stories and stuff and I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, I don't, it's so frustrating because like obviously we're both vegetarian so we're like, oh we're doing such a good thing for the planet, right? And then you buy the vegetarian food and it's all in plastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I can't win. I can't win. Um, but I think it's just about doing what you can, isn't yeah. it, really? But yeah, I just want to buy stuff that's like, because I'm vegetarian as well, and then the plastic's like biodegradable. Mm. It's like plant-based or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd yeah. be so relaxed about it. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, like you have anxiety and stuff. Does that make you... Environmental anxiety, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> freaks yeah, me out. Yeah, climate anxiety. I think it's quite common as well. Yeah. Um, but... At the end of the day, I think if you're doing as much as you can, yeah. there's only there is only so much you can do. Like for instance, obviously, you know, you can use a refill shop or whatever, but 
realistically, electric cars are super expensive, so mm. I'm still going to have to drive to the refill shop in my petrol car. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's balanced. Like, like, making new electric cars is bad for the environment. Exactly. And just basically anything you do is bad for the mm-hmm. environment. Living is bad for the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, overpopulation. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the thing, isn't it? Like, when if you're <coughs> if you're doing something in your job or you're working for somebody or a company that has aligns their values with you, it's so much easier to sort of produce that yeah. content and write about it because you're like, actually, this is I feel like this is really important. So, um, yeah. In terms of that content, that's something we, like we've spoken <coughs> about in the last few weeks was I feel that with that kind of stuff, like p- there's not enough knowledge around. Uh, what like what's out there? Mm-hmm. So in terms of like the the shop that you're working with, it's kind of like I, I asked you like, c- can I go and bulk buy rice? Because mm-hmm. that's how I buy my rice. Is like mm-hmm. I like to have a lot of rice in the house, not just rice, also like pasta and chopped tomatoes and stuff. I especially yeah. like to bulk buy the food that won't go off immediately. Um, yeah. So I was like, I feel bad about going to the shop and just like buying all of the rice. Um, so like I think there's lots of questions around that and not just that because I, I think that's just sort of me being stupid but like there's lots of questions about that that put people off walking in because it feels intimidating and anything like new can be intimidating so yeah. the more you get that message out mm. there the better so how are you doing yeah. that with like Instagram reels 100% so I think the main thing to focus on with this is that they're also an online shop so if you wanted to order it they deliver in their electric vehicle yeah. um, and then you can they will provide the tubs and then when you order again they'll take the tubs and refill them um so if you did want a a kilo of rice i've got five kilos of rice (laughs) i I don't know why i'm surprised (laughs) um then that will last me ages i'm not greedy no it's good it's good because it means you're not making multiple trips or making multiple orders so actually yeah it's very economical um yeah so you can you can do it that way or i think the good thing about a refill shop and this is what I want to focus on now coming up to Christmas, is that you can you can you can go to the refill shop and be like, right, I'm making a Christmas cake or I'm making a Christmas pudding. I only need this amount of each ingredient. So, right, yeah. so say you wanted, I don't know, mixed spice. Like when else during the year are you going to use yeah. it? So if you only need 25 grams, you go and get that, and there's no waste. Comes in little paper bags if you're doing if you're doing the little little shovels and um, putting them in the bags and then weighing it and paying per gram um so i think that's what i we, we've talked about sort of focusing in the next few months because that's clever, yeah, yeah you, people make do so much baking and home cooking around christmas yeah and then and like you only you only find it when you move house like when like, oh this flower's been yeah. in the back of the cupboard for 10 Look months it, there's like bugs in yeah. it <laughs> yeah 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 so i think that's something that we're we're gonna start focusing on uh that's really to. clever i like mm. that idea it and i think uh, also it takes away that in- intimidation of like you're saying you're, you're worried about going there and like piling up on loads of stuff yeah. other people might be worried oh if i just go in there for like a bit of olive oil are they gonna yeah, be like yeah. oh this but no no just walk in just with your with your bottle refill it buy it it's yeah. fine and and like everybody that works for them was obviously really friendly and passionate about the same same stuff so and they're always willing to help as well yeah. um yeah because so. i think like i think i'm really passionate about it but i'm intimidated by it mm. because i don't know there's not enough information yeah. out there and it's like we said, we said before about, like you said you recycle your foil, mm-hmm. but like you take that to somewhere to do it. Mm. 
And I'm like, oh, fuck, where would I take that? Yeah, so... So it's just information. It is information. And things like... It's difficult because things like foil, um, there's little, like, foil bunks. There's actually one at Wayhill Fair. Yeah. Um, and there's one at the co-op where near where I live. So I just take the bag and I just empty it there. And when I go to the bottle, with with the bottle bag. So I've started doing it. When we've moved now, we've got, like, one where we put all the glass. And the foil goes in there as well. Yeah. yeah. But then things like nice. plastics... Yeah. Obviously, Tess Valley don't recycle yet. Um, my gran lives in Wiltshire, so we, me and my mum and dad from their house and my nana all collect our plastics and then we take it to my grand's and put it all in her bin. Because Andover are getting like food, r- like compost stuff now, aren't they? But where yeah. I've moved, so I mean like the Basingstoke and Dean right, district, yeah. they mm-hmm. don't have that. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm it's just going to bring all my food and dump it in your bin. Yeah, okay. You all my rotten food. Go, thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate it if you do that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it, uh, that's what I mean about it being confusing and yeah. you're saying it's been intimidating because people just don't know. And like, they're so, I feel like there is information out there, but it's not obvious and no. you have to go and actually find it. Yeah. Um, and I think in my role now, it would be great if I could make that information more accessible. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's something that as a freelancer, I can just I can suggest these ideas, yeah. and it might not be what the company want, and that and that's fine. Um, but yeah, it's just about having that communication about what we think, what I think maybe people want to know, yeah. and sort of making that balance. So. so, in terms of like Instagram Reels and TikTok and stuff, mm-hmm. um, how how do people s- get started with that? <laughs> uh, like, is it something they can do themselves, or should they just bring someone like you along to do it? You can do it yourself. <laughs> absolutely fine um but it is quite time consuming i think that's the thing that that people find with especially sort of creating reels for their business and stuff this is where i sort of want to bridge that gap if you're working if you've got a small business you're every single role right so if you bring someone in to solely look after your social media that's one less thing you've got to think about creating reels so for instance if i was doing like a day in the life reel or a behind the scenes type reel I'm going to be filming most of the day and then it's probably going to take half a day-ish to edit and get perfect before sending it to the client to sign off. Um, So from my perspective, obviously I'm going to say, no, just just let let me do it. But you can can do it yourself. But um, in a a time, from a time perspective, I think it's helpful to have somebody come in. So from my point of view, I've been trying to do behind the scenes stuff for years and literally, I just think if I just said to you, follow me around and yeah. do it for me, it'd be so much easier. Because so so I awkward. can get on with my work. Yeah, because you're you doing your job already. Yeah. You don't want to be thinking about, oh, I'm also yeah. trying to do a behind the pain. scenes of myself whilst yeah. doing the work. Like that sort of thing is yeah. re- must be really frustrating. My job is to do that. Mm. And I, I want to do this behind the scenes thing for me. Yeah. But it's just like I can't, my, I don't have the brain power to do mm-hmm. it. So I think, yeah, bringing also, someone else like just to come along and do it. How, like, how do you go about doing it? How do you yeah. get a good footage of yeah. yourself whilst you're trying to get good footage for yeah, somebody yeah. else? Like, and I think that's where I would sort of, I would come in spe- specifically with um, Reels and TikTok because I can be that person. I don't, I, you wouldn't even really know I was there. I might do a couple of like interview clips maybe with yeah. other people and with yourself. Um, but I would sort of be in the background. Um, and then you can focus on, focus on doing the job and that's why I wanted to sort of target small businesses because I know from talking to friends who have businesses that it is something that they're just like I just don't have time mm. I don't have time to do but it performs really well on social yeah, media right. so, so I've noticed you've done it in the last week mm-hmm. and Anne-Marie 
from Diddy Dance has done it, where you've done like your journey throughout the day, mm-hmm. and I think that was really cool. Yeah. So that's so obviously I've only been doing this for a couple of weeks, yeah. but that is my best performing reel, and I've I think I've done about four or five, yeah. um, and that got over a thousand, one thousand five hundred views I think mm. within the first couple of days, um, and that was just a come come with me to my first yeah. uh, client event. And they do really well because not only are people really nosy, because I know I am, yeah, they're the ones that I, I like watching. Them. Yeah, that's yeah. the ones that I remember. Yeah, exactly. Because you're like, oh, oh, okay. Where's she been? Um, what's, she, what's she doing now? Like, it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, I really want to want to know more. I want to know what happens behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think voiceovers that go with them also perform really well um, because it's not just clips and music. You can then the voice you've got a bit of commentary I, d- I just think those work better with a voiceover um but it's also like things like get ready with me ones um like we said behind the scenes on a, on a yeah. job and you know come with me to to whatever i think they perform very well because i'm one of these people people are nosy mm. and like to know what goes on behind the scenes and behind closed doors and your journey with maybe setting up like maybe they're thinking about setting up oh i just watched this video maybe i'll get a bit of ins- inspiration like well yeah. i could you know it's it's that sort of thing so and um is this something that you want like do you think you can do this as like a one-off for people or would you, you be coming along like every once a month or a couple mm-hmm. of times a month or like every time they've got something going on like an event or they've got like stuff like particular offer going on is that when you sort of want to jump in and do that yeah, so obviously it can be a one-off. If you're only planning on having like one event, you know, in that year or whatever, and you really would like a TikTok made of it or a reel made yeah. of it, or even m- multiple made of, of that content, that's yeah. fine. Um, but I think for reels and TikToks, consistency yeah, is, is key. You need to be uploading all the time. Um, so for me, I would say, right, so let's come up with a list of ideas of, of reels and TikToks that we want to do for each month and then sort of build it into the social media schedule and at the moment and I've talked a lot about this um, with uh, clients that I've got coming on reels and videos just well you know this performs so much better than Mm. images because of the way the algorithm is now Um, if you look at the amount of likes you'll get on a picture compared to a video it's just it's ridiculous so people have even started uploading just pictures as in the real format um, right, just to get them seen. Just to get them seen. Wow. So, I mean, you could you could do that. Like, like that wouldn't be something that might you'd nef- necessarily need me to do, you mm. know. But if you put it with a trending sound and as a, as a video, yeah, it's going to get. So, seen. I, from my point of view, I just think it's so much easier to get someone to do it mm-hmm. because, like as we just said, like it's just you've got to get on with your job. So, to get someone in, yeah, even like every now and again to get you a load of content to put out, yeah. I think that's worthwhile. I think it's also, it can be a bit of a minefield for people. Like, it can be a bit daunting. Um, if you sort of set up a TikTok mm-hmm. account or or you start posting reels on Instagram and you look at, there's so much content. It's so, yeah. I don't want to say saturated because that's not really fair because people can still get seen. But I think two years ago, three years ago, when it was sort of in its infancy and it was only sort of kids that had it, and then obviously everybody got it through lockdown. I think if you'd been on that cusp in 2020 of when it went crazy you would be flying now so it is difficult i'm not saying it's easy to break into tiktok but it's all about knowing the sort of strategy um and finding that and jumping on the sounds when they're trending because that's what that's what gets the views um and hashtagging as well it's it's weird i've had so many conversations on the video show with people about tiktok 
over the last like few months. So yeah. it shows how big it is mm-hmm. becoming. Um, and it's from people that are doing well on it as well. And yeah. like, why are they doing well? Mm. So should you be posting the same stuff on Instagram Reels and on TikTok, or should you vary that? Or, like, what's the best strategy to do? So time-wise, I would say yes, post the same, but both platforms prefer it if the uh, content is organically done through them. Hmm. So, for instance, if you took a video and you wanted to put um, writing over the top, if you want to get the best out of both platforms, I would upload the video to both and then use the their in the in app text on both of them and then different sounds. So, yeah. what's trending on Reels, what's trending on TikTok, um, to see to get the most people seeing it. Yeah. Um, because each platform, even though you know that's pretty much the same idea each platform prefers it if you've used their platform yeah, as right. the original content um so if you save a tiktok and upload it to reels it's never going to do as well on reels it's the same like if you used to put youtube videos on facebook yeah right, it would just be yeah yeah it's it the just same. flop mm-hmm. so again that's another like time consuming thing that yeah. if you just have someone else do it yeah because you can so shoot all the content like even if you didn't for instance if you wanted to shoot all the content yourself that's fine mm. but then if you're taking the time to edit on two separate platforms that's time consuming um and that's something that yeah that that i could do but um yeah it's definitely all about making original content for each platform because that's how you get the views so in terms of um your new freelancing role what how was the best way for people to get in touch with you um so the best way is probably to send me an email um or get in contact with me through instagram because that's uh the the platform that i'm using the most at the moment um so my email i'm sure you can just like drop it down in the description um instead of me reading it out (laughs) there um and i'm in the process of setting up my website um, but that's not live yet um but yeah instagram's probably the best way to get in contact or linkedin yeah. Um, LinkedIn's a good one. I set up my platform on there as well. Uh, so yeah, if anybody. It's good that you're using the app that you're like trying to sell your. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. Find me on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're already doing things right. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm trying. <laughs> you don't need me to tell you that. Um, cool. So another thing that we've worked on together for the last probably how long? Ten well, months. Yeah. Well, I've, we started writing it eighteen months ago. Oh, okay. Nearly two years ago. So straight after um, the, what's it called? Deception point. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called because you never remember. No. So yeah, so we've been working on a short film. You're, you star in it. <laughs> as uh, it, yeah. This is Stop Playing. As Cassandra. Yes. Um, so tell me a bit about how you, uh, f- your thoughts about the film. Mm-hmm. So f- for anyone watching... Uh, so there's going to be a few bits about this in the coming weeks where I'm talking about the short film I've made with Scott. Because if I said I've made, without mentioning Scott, Scott would jump on me and say, <laughs> we've made it. Um, so we've made a short film over the last 18 months. We filmed it from starting from February and we yeah. sort of filmed it on and off till May. Um, and Laura is in it. Um, so I just wanted hustle. to sort of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one earns any money from it. It's, yeah. a, big, it's a big money pit. Um <laughs> talk about let's talk about that like how did that um how did you did you enjoy the process of making the short film yeah i i love it any any opportunity to just be a bit silly and 
um, make something to be proud of. I, I, I just love doing little short films because um, we've done quite a few now. I like you said, little short films. Short films. Yeah, because little makes it, like, depletes what it actually is. Yeah. But short films is what it actually is. Yeah. But it's like when you, someone said to you, we're not going to mention her name, uh, little plays. Little plays. Yeah, little plays. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right, you is. are right. Um, yeah, sorry. But... But this one's not a little short film. This is a big it's short bloody, film. It's a 20 minute. It's a 20 minute. It's a yeah. long one. So compared to how long were the other ones? Two, Two minutes. minutes. Yeah. So it's 10 times So that. this is a big short film. This is painfully long. It's not painfully long. It's good. It whizzes by. Yeah. I've watched it <laughs> hundreds of times now. If anything, now. you want an extended version. We're going to do, oh, we'll do a commentary of me and Scott doing mm. it. We should do a full cast and crew. Oh, that's a good idea. Commentary. Yeah. That would be chaos yeah um so do you want to talk about like from your point of view what is the film about so you, if, can you try and sum it up and it will help me try and sum it up for other people in the future okay so the film is about this man who is a retired detective um he was quite a big shot back in his day one with the late <laughs> one with the ladies yeah uh and he sort of reclused into himself um, and he gets married to a much younger, much younger lady, uh, you. myself. Um, and she's just, she's awful. I think she's horrible, isn't she? Yeah. She treats him terribly. But he treat like, he treats her terribly. Yeah. It's a, it's an awful marriage. It's a terrible marriage. It's a marriage of inconvenience. It really, That's really good. is. A marriage of inconvenience. Rename, rename yeah. the film. Rena <laughs> the post is already done. Too late. <laughs> Um, and then these murders start happening again that he had been investigating in the <laughs> 80s. Um, and every murder victim has a glasses and moustache drawn, drawn on, on them. them. Yeah, um, he's got to solve it. And he has to solve it. Yeah, lovely. Will he come back into the police force to solve these murders? Well, we'll see what people will have to find out when they see it. Exactly. So we've entered it into a number of film festivals at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and also, there's overall, in your family, there's three, four <laughs> members... We're counting Tom as a member of the family. Four yeah. members of your family. Yeah, I just recruit people. Yeah. I say, you know, would you like to come along and um, party in a village hall? They're quite big roles as well. Yeah. Amy is... The dead um, body. The dead body. Yeah. The main Victim. dead body. Uh, and then your dad is governor yeah. of the police, like <laughs> yeah. chief policeman. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah. He loves it. That, well, I think it was just... Both non-speaking roles, but... Yeah, but... But vitally Vital important. to the plot. Um... Yeah, they love it. I, I just like going around, so I just say, do you want to do this? And they don't really have a choice. Um, <laughs> I just say, it'll be fun. And it always is. Yeah. Um, because Amy's done uh, a role before in one of the shorter short films. Yeah, she had a line um, in that. She did have a line in that. Uh, so well, I she had one word in that. It was no. Oh, yeah, no. 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 Um, but we're quite, we are quite a dramatic family, a uh, performing family. So it doesn't take much to persuade them yeah, to do it. Yeah, that's good. I appreciate uh, Tom, that. on the other hand... <laughs> but he did really well. He did, he did. He's, he's not a performer. He's an accountant. Um, he's an accountant so by trade. Yeah, by trade. <laughs> that's not code. He really is an accountant. Um, he, yeah, isn't a performer, but I just drag him along to do these silly yeah. things. And I think he, he really enjoyed it. He did a great job. Yeah. Threw himself so into it. Yeah. Was dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow. He was dressed as... So this is like teasing Jack. what the film is for people because yeah. they're like, what the hell is this It about? sounds crazy. It is mental. Because it it's is. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just weird. But I think I like that. Yeah, I love it. I, th I think it's great. I think it's just, it's that sort of humour 
it's quite dry. Um, but also there are just really silly, silly yeah. bits in it. And I think that sort of sums up our humour, really. Yeah, because I was, I think you just, you get the humour, I think. Yeah. That mine and Scott's sense of humour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's, yeah, it's really cool. So I'll be talking more about the Moustache Murders, <laughs> which is the film that me and Laura have just been talking about, uh, on the next episode of the video show. Or m- if not the next one, because Scott is very hard, notoriously hard to pin down. He's a very <laughs> busy man. Uh, it will be on a very soon future episode of the video show. Um, so thank you, Laura, for coming along. You to the are show. more than welcome. Thanks for having me. Whale of a time. Um, Always. And yeah, if you want to start putting together some Instagram reels or TikTok videos for your business, behind the scenes stuff, I think is, is really cool uh, and a really good opportunity at the moment to like showcase what your business does. Then get in touch with Laura. Um, I'll put that email address there again so you can uh, get in touch or follow on Instagram. Thanks a lot for coming along. You are more than welcome. Thank you so much. Welcome back anytime. Thank you. Cheers. Loved being here. Thank you. Goodbye.